Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back once again to Answers for Life with Pastor Shelley, where we take life's difficult questions and give biblical answers using the Word of God. I'm your host, Noah Wagner. We are back once again, Shelley, Pastor Shelley, uh, doing this podcast. I am glad to be here and glad to see your face. The last time um, we did a podcast together, you were a single man. That's right. And now you walked in the office today, fresh off your honeymoon, and you're a married man. Congratulations. You got a beautiful wife. Oh, and God has big things for you guys, and we're all excited. And the wedding was incredible. Um, You know, we're Baptists. You know that, don't you? I I, I am aware, yes. And at that reception... I think you're the best dancing Baptist minister that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, me and I my mom, uh, we we choreographed a, a little dance, and it was it was definitely fun to do. I don't know whether it was good or not, um, but it was a blast, and the whole wedding was a blast. Uh, the whole thing. Uh, there were a lot of people there. A lot of people said, "Don't get married in a pandemic," but when you're ready to get married, and God's called you to that, there's no, no waiting on it, and so we were, we were blessed. We were able to have a, an, an awesome, fantastic time together, uh, and that's, uh, I mean, we haven't talked since then because uh, <laughs> I got married. So yeah, well, now we're back in the studio. Absolutely, and at the wedding, you did a unique thing. You asked me, Chris, and I did the wedding together. He was the one with the nuts and bolts doing the service, and. And you asked me to do one thing. It's never been, I've never been asked to do this before. You said, you just share the gospel. That's right. And gave me the opportunity to share the gospel. And, and it was such a freedom to just stand before those people. Because at a wedding, you have, you have just about everybody there. Mm-hmm. You have young and old, family, friends from all walks of life. And I was just able, right in the middle of that service, to share the gospel. Yeah. So we, we asked you, Pastor Shelley and Chris, to... Whenever we had that wedding ceremony, when, when me and Deanna sat down and, and we talked about what we wanted uh, whenever we were going to get married, we had three options. One, we were either going to just get it done with and go to the courthouse and elope. Two, we were going to fly down to Jamaica where we had our honeymoon and just get married there. Mm-hmm. And three, we were going to have a huge ceremony with all of our friends and family there, come and celebrate. Um, and we obviously wanted that third option, so that's what we went with. And um, but but I knew I said the the biggest reason that we're having this ceremony versus any of the other two reasons is because I'm gonna have and Deanna as well family and friends that are coming to this wedding that I'm 100 percent sure are not saved. They're not right. followers of Christ. And so if if anything, I mean, a wedding is something people are gonna go to. And we, we knew that going into it, and we wanted to make sure that those people who were there uh, that did not know Christ had the opportunity to hear the gospel. Um, it's like we said a couple of weeks ago when we were doing the evangelism on, on the, the line, it's a captivated audience. Mm-hmm. You've got a group of people there that are going to listen to you, whether they want to be there or not. They came to the wedding, and, uh, and so we said, Pastor Shelley, we want you to stand up and just share the gospel as, as clearly as we can make it um, so that people leave the wedding with no excuse to having heard the gospel. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what you were able to do. And uh, we, we greatly appreciate it. And, and I, we pray that 
God uses that, and uh, that fruit comes from that. And in my family, Deanna's family, and and many others that were there that may not know Christ as well. So, well, uh, that was yeah. definitely one of our uh, goals in that in that marriage ceremony. Well, it was a wonderful service and a wonderful time, mm-hmm. and from that came a question. Yes, there there is a question, and I and have a question. We're going to uh, talk about that today. Yeah, absolutely. So the question is, and you talked about this and unfolded it at that wedding ceremony a little bit, but I want to unpack it a little bit more. Is there a connection between a biblical marriage and a biblical relationship with Christ? Absolutely, 100%, yes. And we find that in the Scripture. And one of the best places to see this laid out um, we see Jesus talking about weddings and passages mm-hmm. and parables. But Paul speaks in Ephesians chapter 5 very clearly. And I'm, I'm going to read that mm-hmm. and just listen to the connection between a marriage and a relationship with Christ. Verse 22 of Ephesians 5 says, Wives, submit unto your husband as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is head of the church, his body, of which he is a Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also a wife wife should submit to her husband in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, No one ever hates his own body, but he feeds it and cares for it, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. And for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to the wife, and the two will become flesh. And then in verse 32, he says, and this is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about, listen to this, Christ and the church. However, each one of you must also love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. How many times, I don't know if you're counting, counting, but how many times is the connection there made between a biblical marriage and a biblical relationship with Christ? Yeah, I think that is the connection. Uh, mm-hmm. That's That's one of the main reasons that we have marriage even is because of its connection to our relationship with Christ. But we're going to break that down. Uh, so, Pastor Shelley, let's let's talk about that a little bit more. Well, I think there's three key ingredients that are needed for a biblical marriage and for biblical salvation, mm-hmm. real salvation. And the first ingredient that both needs is charity. They're all going to be seized today, okay? Right. Charity which we know that's an old word that means love, agape love, Christian love. And 
the reason we had a marriage the other day is because you and Deanna love each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's, that's it. There's, you love each other. And that is what has to happen for there to be biblical salvation. And guess where it starts? God loves us, and when we fall in love with him, that's where salvation happens. That's right. I mean, you can look at uh, one of the most famous verses in Scripture, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, us, that he gave his only son, Christ. And, and then it's through that, that love relationship, which we're going to talk about again in, in just a second, uh, that, that we get that salvation. But, but without it, without love, there is no marriage mm-hmm. and there is no salvation. Um, and there are people who have tried to make marriages work without love. That's right. And uh, they collapse and they, they fall apart. And there are people who attempt to have a relationship with Christ and they don't truly love Christ and it falls apart. It breaks down and, and there is no actual relationship there uh, because there is no love foundation in that relationship. Absolutely. Uh, Romans 5.8 says, God demonstrated his own love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for mm-hmm. us. Love is always demonstrated. It's expressed. And there's no doubt that uh, we see you and Deanna's love for each other. It, it's not just a word. It's an expression, mm-hmm. and you can see it. It's the same way with a relationship with Christ. It turns into emotion and it turns into action. You start doing things. If you love someone, you care for someone. That's right. And it turns into an action. And there's so many people today that say that they love God, but there's no action. It hasn't turned into anything. And, you know, sometimes it might be puppy love. You know, puppy love in middle school. You didn't marry any of those little girls in middle school that uh, that you fell in love with, you know, that right. puppy love. It wasn't real. It was emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid today in the church there's a lot of people that have that childish, childlike puppy love that's just based on emotion. Right. Mm. That's, that's absolutely right. I think you're, exactly, you're absolutely right in that. Looking at, at the church, you see... A lot of people are basing relationship on on love. A lot, a lot of them are on that puppy dog like love. A lot of them are also basing it on obligation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have this obligation to love, love in air quotes your your spouse, and you have this obligation to love Christ because it's what you're supposed to do, and it's not genuine. Um, and I think that that's just as much of a problem as well. I mean, it says here in what we just read in Ephesians, husbands, love your wives. It's not saying puppy dog, emotional love. It's saying love, agape, unconditional love, just as, and this is where you get into what it really means, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. That's right. And that's what um, husbands, wives, spouses are supposed to do. And that's what we're supposed to do in our relationship with Christ. Absolutely. You know, Paul, the Word of God, Tet says that you need to take a bullet for Deanna. Mm-hmm. You know, you die for her. You know, she doesn't have to do that. She can run out the door if somebody comes <laughs> after you. But the Scripture says you yeah. should 
Give your life for her like Christ gave his life for us. So it kind of boils down to a question. The question is that I asked everyone in that congregation at the, at the wedding. The question is, does our love for Jesus look like the love of a husband and wife coming together in marriage? Mm. And you know, a lot of times it's a lot more, it seems like it's a lot more casual than a marriage ceremony. That's right. I mean, you can love, air quotes again, your friends, but you don't marry them. You can love, you know, people that you work with, but you're not going to marry them. It's a, it's a completely different kind of relationship and a different kind of love whenever you take that step and you say, hey, my love for Christ is the same love and re- reflects that love that you see in a marriage relationship, which is way more uh, in-depth, way more committed, and uh, way more unconditional. And that leads us to the second ingredient that are, that's needed for marriage and salvation. Mm-hmm. The word C, it is commitment. The C word, commitment. Now, when you walk that aisle, you're make, you made a commitment. And mm-hmm. boy, I tell you, y'all read those vows, and, and, and it was serious business. That's right. And you did it in front of everybody. Uh, the whole crowd heard you. Y'all, y'all, y'all committed to one another for God. God heard you. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is, re- you know, we are referred to as the bride of Christ throughout Scripture, Revelation, yeah. all the way through the New Testament, the bride of Christ. And that bride of Christ and the tying it to a marriage is tying it to a commitment. And I hear people that call themselves Christian with no commitment. Yeah. No commitment to the to Christ's church, no commitment to the word, uh, not no commitment to the Great Commission, no commitment to uh, evangelism. Yeah. And you know as well as I do. When a marriage doesn't have commitment, what happens to it? It falls apart. Falls I mean, apart. They, they, they break apart, and, and the same thing happens in the church, and that's exactly what I was getting ready to say is this isn't, like you said, a puppy dog kind of love. It's not a, a haphazard commitment um, because you don't jump into marriage haphazardly uh, with the puppy dog love. If you do, you have a problem. Uh, and if you don't see it immediately, it will, it will shine and, and come forth eventually. It's not this laid back thing. And like you said, when, when me and Deanna took our vows and, and when you and Carol took your vows, and uh, it was a lifelong, serious, 100%, no back down from this ever kind of commitment. Um, divorce is not an option. Right. Uh, that's and and we will 100% stand by that. Obviously, there's there's grounds in in scripture, and, and we can talk about that another day. We're not going to bring that up now. But when you make that commitment, it is a serious, lifelong, before God commitment. Mm-hmm. And uh, the same with Christ. If you make a relationship, you start a relationship with Christ. You 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 commit to Him. There's no divorce. 
mm-hmm. in the bride of Christ and, and in that relationship. And that's right. Uh, it, it is a lifelong, serious, uh, even eternal commitment that you're making before Christ in that salvation. Billy Graham's wife was asked by a reporter one time, have you ever considered divorcing him? And her response was, no. Murder? Yes. Divorce? No. <laughs> and, uh, and everyone laughed. And when you make a commitment, it's a lifelong commitment. Mm-hmm. And when you make a commitment to Christ, it's a real. And marriage takes work. It doesn't, you don't get married and say, okay, I'm married. No, the work begins the day you're married. That's right. And, and you commit to the work. Listen to this passage in Matthew 16. Uh, Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. What good is it for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul? And what can a man give in exchange for his soul? Jesus sets up there in that passage that a relationship with him, a marriage with him is a commitment. Mm -hmm. You're all in, just like with a marriage. So I guess no other question that, second question I'll ask based on commitment, as we think about a marriage and as we look at you and Deanna coming together in marriage, everyone that's listening to my voice, maybe we need to ask a question. Is my relationship with Christ a commitment that looks like a marriage? Mm. Yeah, and one of the biggest things is, like you said, it takes work, and it's every day. It's not, you don't get to take, it's not just Sundays that that your commitment to Christ happens. It's, It's a relationship, just like a marriage relationship. And so that that commitment is a daily commitment it's a lifelong commitment and uh just to to reiterate that question is your relationship with Christ a reflection of a relationship that you would see in a marriage as far as your commitment to each other yeah it has to be at the same level mm-hmm. for it to be real well one more c word the third ingredient that's needed for marriage, that's needed for salvation, we've talked all around it, is Christ. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have a successful marriage, you got to have Christ. If you're going to have a successful salvation, you must have Christ. Salvation yep. is in no other. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. Um. I kind of joked a little bit at the wedding about a first century wedding. Remember what I said? The husband, the 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 groom would would go to his father's house, and he would add on to the father's house. He would build a room for his bride to be, and when he finished the room, he would go to get her mm-hmm. and he would take all his buddies and his family. They just parade over there. She would know he was coming. So she was prepared and 
her friends were prepared. The bridesmaid, you know, were prepared. Yeah. And they would go there and then they would journey back in a parade back to the house. And he would bring his wife to that dwelling, to that place that he has prepared for her. The, the wedding reception and the ceremony would last 10 to 14 days. Can you imagine Goodness how long gracious. that goes on? And so it was, it, it was kind of, it's kind of a weird thing, but it was kind of like, well, y'all, your whole deal lasted about 10 to 14 days, your trip, you know, from the wedding to the from honeymoon. From the wedding through the honeymoon. And so basically yeah. what they do, you know, they didn't get on a cruise ship in first century. The honeymoon and all was, you know, all a part of this whole deal. And they just celebrated with their family and friends mm-hmm. together. And in John 14, if you want to read that. Yeah. And um, I want to, I want to show the connection between what Jesus said in John 14, it's a famous verse. We hear it all the time, but what he describes here is a marriage Mm -hmm. that where he is the groom and we are the bride. So read it for us. John 14, starting in verse one, Jesus says to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have not told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. There is a perfect description of a marriage in first century. And Mm -hmm. Jesus is tying us into this marriage ceremony between him and his bride. Now, before all, before the wedding months ago, there was a proposal. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Well, uh, she wanted to get pictures taken. That was kind of our one year. And we'd, we'd been dating for a year, but we'd known each other for years. And so she wanted this one-year anniversary, go get pictures taken. And uh, I really, I, I like to commend myself in, in this uh, proposal because I really saved a lot of money. <laughs> uh, no, uh, she uh, wanted to get these pictures taken. And I said, you know what? I bet that will be a perfect time uh, to go and, and propose. We've already got a photographer there. So we get the engagement pictures, everything already lined up. And so we went out and. Uh, you know, we're taking some pictures and I've got the ring in, in my back pocket, uh, trying not to, trying to position myself in a way so she doesn't see the ring box sticking out in my back pocket. And, uh, so she turned to me and said, okay, let's give our gifts now. And so I joked around, told her that I was going to get her a rock, uh, because I mean, well, you I, did. I did technically, <laughs> uh, but that's what I was joking with. So she got me a gift and, and I handed her a box and in the box was a rock. Like mm-hmm. I, a, oh, a literal rock. rock. Okay. Yeah, she had, no she had given me that rock uh, very early on in our friendship when she had gone to Israel. Okay. And so it was a rock from Israel in that box. And she says, this is what you got me? It was kind of like, seriously, this is it? And uh, I said, no, that's, that's not everything. And then I you know, got him one gave day. Gave her the other rock. Gave her the, the real rock. And uh-huh. she just kept going, are you serious? Is this serious? And starts crying and stuff. And, and it was really sweet. Uh, and so that's when I asked her to marry me and, and proposed to her and 
of course she said yes. She uh, said yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> After she said, are you serious? About 50 times, uh, she said yes. Wow. And then here we are today. Mm-hmm. Do you know that John 14 is that description of that Jesus has proposed to us? Mm-hmm. And here's the question. Have we given him an answer? Or what answer have we given him? Yeah. He wants us to be his bride. And he demands an answer. Yeah. Right after that, in uh, John 14, in verse 6, it, Thomas asked him a question. Is that how can we know where we're supposed to go? And Jesus answered, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's right. You know, if you're out there and you're saying, well, you know, I do want Jesus to be Lord of my life. I I want to be the bride of Christ. How do I respond? Well, Paul tells us in Romans 10, 9 and 10, he says this, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. The big question is, will you give your heart to Jesus? He has proposed to us, yeah, and he's waiting on our answer. That is incredible the way a biblical marriage and biblical salvation is tied together in these three Charity, mm-hmm. commitment, and Christ, they're tied together, and it's a beautiful picture of what is to come. Yep. If you have a marriage and you're lacking one of those three things, uh, you've got some issues and, and it's probably not going to work out. And if you have a relationship with Christ or quote-unquote relationship with Christ and you're lacking one of these three, it's not genuine. It's not real. And so you have to have charity. You have to have love. Uh, again, Christ loved us first, and uh, I think that's the beauty of of what we see here is is the imagery uh, between the marriage relationship and and our relationship with Christ is Christ did everything first, and now He's just asking for a response. So so God loved us; He sent Jesus. Jesus loved us; He died on the cross for us. Uh, he's committed to us. Um, he's He's given us that commitment, and then He proposed to us, and and He's just asking for that answer. So yes. are you going to love God, love Christ? Are you going to commit to Christ? And are you going to put Jesus Christ in the center of your marriage relationship and your salvation relationship? Absolutely. Let's pray right now. Pray with me. Father, I just come before you now with everyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray for them. I pray that They have a love relationship with you. I pray that they have a committed relationship with you. And Lord, that they have answered your proposal. That they have responded with a yes. I want Jesus to be Lord of my life. I want to be the bride of Christ. Lord, I also want to pray for all the marriages. Hmm. Lord, I, marriage is under attack. 
God, I just pray for husbands and wives that they will surrender their lives to you, that they will give you their marriage, that you will heal their marriage, Lord, that you will meet their every need. I pray they won't give up or give in to divorce, Lord, that, God, they will they will seek your word and they will seek peace and rest, comfort, and resolution to the problems in their marriage. Lord, we thank you for this connection. We thank you for all the examples of what it means to be a part of the kingdom of God, to be the bride of Christ. Last, Lord, I just I do pray for Noah and Deanna. Ask you to just bless their marriage. Lord, just continue to use them for your glory. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Shelley. Uh, again, that is charity, commitment, and Christ. So if you uh, still, again, that relationship with Christ, um, you have to have love, charity, you have to have commitment, you have to have Jesus in the center of it. Um, and if you make that commitment, let us know. Let us be a part of that. Um, and then also we're praying for you as you move forward, you you get connected with the church and, and you, you go through life. And uh, if you are in a marriage relationship right now and one of these three is lacking, we just want to pray for you guys and, and lift you up and encourage you to take this to heart and, and move forward with this and, and make Christ the center of your relationship, uh, make it the center of your uh, marriage. Uh, love your spouse, commit to your spouse, commit to Christ. And then also if you are uh, single and you're listening to this and you, you're looking towards a future marriage uh, or just a relationship with Christ, um, right. take this to heart as well because this isn't just for married people. Uh, this isn't just for uh, people who, who are currently in that marriage relationship. This is for future marriages and for, for people who are having a relationship now uh, with Christ. So take this to heart. Um, if you haven't yet, leave a review. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Share it with people. Uh, get the word out. Uh, answers for life. Uh, and always remember, Jesus is the answer. Amen.